Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Uh, this is just two handsome guys having a quick chat, getting ready for the weekend. This is the Working Perspectives weekend pop-in. Uh, so let's get this shit started. All right, shake. Uh, all right, so we got the weekend coming up. What do we got for, uh, you got any recommendations on something to listen, watch, do? What do you got? Yeah, let's do some recommendations, Matt. My first recommendation uh, is going to be the show Patriot. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. In June 2011, the United States learned Iranian President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad was fucking around with new centrifuges. Egyptian physicist Mohammed Baba Al-Mashed was hired to produce the catalyzed uranium I was test a Schumer shed while he was on vacation. Keep Iran from activating short-range nuclear weapons to destroy Israel. I got some really bad intelligence, shot an old male hotel maid who was just making the physicists bed. Uh. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a spy thriller, but it has like a comedic element to it. It's basically dark like, comedy too. Great. It's a dark comedy. It's very, very bizarre. Every episode just gives you like another weird, bizarre thing. But uh, I love it. I think that it's like a genius show. I've, I've seen people online, like very slowly, people online are like, hey, people, have you guys seen the show Patriot? It's like, it's kind of cruising under the radar. Have you seen it, Matt? I have. So honestly, too, and I don't know for all the people, all our listeners who have worked in an office, I think everyone at an office has this guy where it's like he comes in, he does his job, he leaves like the guy I'm thinking of. He's awesome. He's mm -hmm. the best. I won't say his name because he won't like it if I said his name because <laughs> he, <might stab laughs> he doesn't want people to know it. <laughs> Yeah. And like, dude, but he's awesome. Like good looking Jack dude, you know, but comes in, he's like with us, you know, like with his buddies, like he's hilarious and he's funny and like really cool dude to talk to and stuff. But if you don't know him, he doesn't talk to you. He just does his work and he leaves. And I've always assumed that he's like an international spy uh, <laughs> as soon as he walks out the office doors, as oh, soon fantastic. as he does, that's which so is good. kind of like this show. So, and I think everyone at, their office kind of has that guy you know what i mean yeah. and i and that's kind of this show and i think it's true and this show too yeah. really really good it's a great balance of how every single office like you said has this weird um yep. you know guy or lady that seems like there's more going on under the surface like maybe they're yep. like you said exactly <laughs> maybe they're an international either they're an yep. international spy or they're at least like some kind of maybe like a dangerous person you don't want to mess with and then yeah, conversely and for the mob one of yeah. those and then conversely uh if you do work for the cia or for some sort of um spy organization you're still like in a weird way it's still like working an office job how that you have an asshole boss you know yeah. you, you, you don't want to clock in you're hung over from the next day and you know that, that that's what this show is all about i think um the guy that made it uh made uh, is it the guy that made Warrior, the movie Warrior? You, you, you're a Could big be. that movie, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Honestly, so in the fighting community, fighting movies are shit on big time, right? Mm -hmm. 
So like in the you know in the like boxing and MMA world, like fighting movies in general are shit on because the whole thing is like that's not real, that's not how it is, blah blah blah. And to be fair, there there are some real aspects of every kind of fight movie, right? Like yeah, there are exactly. like obviously like some of the fight scenes are over dramatized and dramatized or whatever it is and, and things like that. Yes. But as far as there's two like the big thing that got me, it's that it's two brothers from Pennsylvania who wrestled. That's what really the movie's about oh, okay. with Warrior. And the dude, honestly, the man? first time I watched it, I almost fucking cried. Dude, Tom <laughs> Hardy, your boy. Oh, Tommy yeah. Hardy and oh, fucking yeah. uh, Joel Joel Edgerton and and dude Nick Nolte steals the fucking show, so good, really good stuff, dude. And you got like Brian Callens in there and things like it's a good movie, dude. It's a good flick, you know. Rocky's mm-hmm. kind of the obviously the staple for when it comes to fighting movies, and even there's like a scene, right? And the one scene that I love in Rocky One, especially, is that he's laying in bed with adrian and saying like you know like i just i i don't want you don't even have to win i just don't want to be a bum from the neighborhood another bum from the neighborhood right come on adrian it's true oh it's nobody that don't matter either you know because i was thinking it really don't matter if i lose this fight it really don't matter if this guy opens my head either. Because all I want to do is go to distance. Nobody's ever gone the distance with Creed. And if I can go that distance, you see, and that bell rings and I'm still standing, I'm going to know for the first time in my life, you see, that I weren't just another bum from the neighborhood. You know, and she's like holding him comforting and like, honestly, it it does get like nerve wracking and stuff like when you're coming down to the end and you're just thinking, what else can I do? And there's all these different things. So mm-hmm. there there are some realities to it. Um, obviously, I've never had a woman hold me while I was saying I didn't want to be a bum from a neighborhood. But yeah. there are things like you need, like, you know, like sometimes you are star for affection just because you're killing yourself to do certain things. But whatever. So. Yeah, um, but as far as Patriot is a recommendation. <laughs> Patriot's a recommendation, and that guy did not make Warrior, by the way. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> oh. Well, the guy I know the guy who made Warrior also made Miracle. Yeah, yeah, that's maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Um, but that maybe that'll be your recommendation is uh is Warrior. That's one of your uh well actually I have another recommendation. Yeah, yeah. Like hit us hear. hit us with your official recommendation. That was a side recommendation. So for all you people listening, you all know by now that I'm a studious man about town. All right. Total intellectual, uh, you know, button up, uh plead kind of cardigans and and brown shoes and and you know that <laughs> the whole deal. Four eye or glasses and and all that schmutz, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing about being an intellectual man about town, I'm a big books guy. I know you wouldn't think about that by listening, but before, uh, you know, back in the day, I used to read books physically. And it all started because I thought girls would think that was hot and think I'm kind of like a Goodwill hunting if I'd read a bunch of books. Oh, yeah. And I'm not going to lie, it fucking worked. If I ask you about women, probably give me a syllabus of your personal favorites. You may have even been laid a few times. 
you can't tell me what it feels like to wake up next to a woman and feel truly happy. Yeah, he had the Damon haircut. Yeah, I had the Damon haircut. Uh, I pretended to be a genius and read a bunch of books, and you know, <laughs> yeah. and everyone thought I was a super smart. Yeah. I'm smart. I'm your older brother, Mike, and I was stepped over. That's the way Punk wanted it. it ain't the way I wanted it. I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody says. Look at me, I'm schmack. Yeah. Right? Now you have the Robin Williams so, beard from that movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had that too. Your move, Chief. So uh <laughs> so yeah. So uh but then so instead now I don't have time to read, right? Because um I'm you know, uh I'm a co-host of an award-winning podcast as well Ching. as an executive producer on an award-winning podcast Ching. and i also have like a normal job and i also teach boxing at you know the gym and everything like that right so and i have a kid and a wife so i'm sorry to mention them <laughs> last so i don't really have time to have a to sit down and read a couple pages right but what i do do is i do uh audiobooks on audible right and one of the big things I want to do with this podcast is I want some fucking people to talk to about these goddamn books. OK, <laughs> there's only a few Jason Bowers, friend of the show. Great guy. I got him hooked. Right. Finally, I had someone I can talk to. But me and yes. him would love to bounce off ideas. I am. I I'm so into this. And you'll see it on our Twitter that I'm tweeting authors of the books that I'm reading. I've okay? seen this. Yeah. So and they respond. One of the, yes. And he, I've, I've tweeted them on my personal uh, Twitter and on the Working Perspectives Twitter. I did that on both because I don't think he would respond to me again on the personal one. But uh, I, I hit him <laughs> up asking him because the, the book he wrote is going to be a massive hit series or a movie when it's made and it's going to be a worldwide phenomenon it is and it's a called, massive hit what's what, it called? if it's made if it's made correctly right if it's made like it should be and doesn't get fucking disneyed up right if they yeah. hbo this fucking series it'll be like sons of anarchy fucking huge right like like and, Sons of Anarchy mixed with Game of Thrones is what you've said before, right? What, what's the book it's, called? It's more like Sons of Anarchy mixed with uh, with Lord of the Rings. So the book and Game of Thrones. The so it's a series, right? It's the Lotland series, and there's three books in it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the Gray Bastards is the first book, right? Yeah. The True Bastards is the second book, and then I just pre-ordered the third book called the free bastards right Ooh. so these books are honestly i wrote a review on audible and it was posted on there as well you're welcome Ooh. uh but these books right they follow uh a group of orcs half orcs right so mm -hmm. if everyone's familiar with the fantasy world you know there's all types of different fantasy characters out there always the villains though are the orcs right Right. So it follows these half orcs and the time period you would you would kind of think it's like uh, maybe the 1600s era. You know what I mean? Like okay. there it's sword, it's swords and bows and arrows and spears and they're kind of just getting introduced to gunpowder. But that, that's not the surprise. Not in the first book, kind of later on. Okay. Right. So but they don't know really how to weaponize in it yet. So but there's still magic in there. But either way. So you have your normal fantasy characters where you have humans, 
right? Then after humans, you have orcs, which are like the main villains, right? But what happens is in this fantasy world, this ain't your fucking grandma's fantasy world, all right? <laughs> the orcs, the orcs love themselves a good raping, okay? So what'll happen is oh, an boy. orc posse will attack a town, right? And like they'll destroy the victims and, and you know have their way with them, and then you have these half orc babies that come of it, right? So as some as in, like uh, sometimes the half orc babies are kept as slaves, but then sometimes they're free and they go live in this area called the Lotlands, which is kind of like you have to picture like uh, like a John Wayne Western movie, you know, like kind of like the Searchers, like they're just yeah. out. It's like the old West, you know. So like they yeah. patrol these areas. And in these areas, it's filled with like orcs and, you know, like uh, different like centaurs and it's elves, like lawless. Is it like, like lawless out there? Lawless. Like you oh, don't want to get caught. Of the you don't want to get caught oh, in, a, yeah. in a bad spot. Okay. So essentially, the, the land that they patrol is the, it's called the Lotlands, but it's kind of like the, the no man zone yeah. in between where the orcs live and where the humans live. Yeah. Right. So these guys kind of patrol here. The elves live there. The elves are like kind of like Native Americans, but they're like the baddest dudes going. Then you have uh, after the elves, like there's centaurs who are the most feared animal or the most feared creature in the book. Right. Yeah. And then you have the half orcs that are broken up into like a bunch of different gangs that they call hoofs. Right. Mm -hmm. And the half orcs, instead of riding horses, they ride like razorback hogs with huge tusks nice. that can like skewer a, an orc. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. they're just fighting orcs the whole time, living in the lot lands. They're just going to brothels and banging it out with some hooahs. You know, <laughs> then there's like, there's uh, little people, too, dwarfs. There's yeah. like a dwarf community that's, and there's magic. And like, dude, honestly, it's so badass. The, like when you're listening to it, it's it's action packed, nonstop, great storytelling, great yeah. character building, right? Really gets you enveloped, dude. And like you're you're listening to this this book like in the fight position. I you know, know, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, great. I, I and it's I've done some awesome. audiobooks. Now let me ask you this question: When you audiobook yeah. this, is it strictly in your ear with with uh, earbuds? Not earbuds. Uh, you know, whatever. In, I do Samsung. Yeah, Samsung yeah. buds. Yeah. So you use your buds and they're in your ear. You don't play it out loud, right? Is that? No, okay. no, no, no. Because I, when I used to work at a car dealership, I would listen to Cormac McCarthy books on audiobook. Okay. Yeah, and, sure. And, you know, he does No Country for Old Men. Yep. And, yep. you know, a bunch of other uh, really famous books. Yeah, I'm, uh, like I said, I'm a very much an intellectual shake. The, so, you know, you can yeah, he does the road. Authors, I might know. So anyway, yeah. one of the uh, one of the books he does is called Blood Meridian, which is all about, like, Ooh. the scalping raids and stuff down on, like, the Mexico border and stuff. Oh. Like really awful, awful, uh, not, you know, not family-friendly stuff, but I used to listen to them out loud. No. And at the car dealership <laughs> and people would come walking by like coworkers or, or customers and they would yeah. hear these like awful, awful things going Atrocities. down. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take this Dude. into the earphones. So yeah, yeah. I, oh, it's a good move sure. keeping it in your ear. <laughs> That's a hundred percent what I do. Also, and my yeah. wife, it drives her nuts, but you know, whatever. Um, but another, if you're into that, another book I did, it's called empire of the summer moon. And it's about like the, so the Comanches, right. The mm -hmm. Indian, the native American tribe, the Comanches, right. 
were like the most feared tribe in the old West because they were brutal, like so vicious and brutal. And this is kind of like a history of them taking over because a lot of people don't know this, but like horses didn't arrive on the American continents until like the 1500s. Yeah. Right. It came from the step, right. Isn't that it came from the the Russian step or whatever. Uh, so, uh, the horses to America were brought here by Spanish conquistadors. Right. And they brought horses and then like the horses just kind of population blew up and native Americans went from being very, like very territorial and they still were to having these horses and being able to travel like hundreds of miles. Right. So, Mm -hmm. and like the Comanches went from being like this little, like lives in a cave kind of dweebs to being (laughs) the fucking horse Lords of the plains. Like no one did the horses like the Comanche, the Comanche yeah. were like really badass. That's so that is, yeah, it's a really good book, you know, uh, What's it called about, again? And like how it's empire of the summer moon. And okay. it's very interesting because, so the way Comanches live, they were very violent and always fighting and stuff like that. Their population was never really blown up. Right. Mm-hmm. So what they would do is when they would like kidnap a village and something like that, a lot of the times, they would take like if it's like a like they if it's a baby they're killing it and if it's an adult they're killing it but if it's like an eight nine year old they're keeping them and they're making them part of the tribe and yeah. part of the book is they talk to these people who were like kidnapped and made part of the tribe and then they would be rescued years later and always run back and go back to the tribe because they preferred being with a yeah kid. yeah a lot it's of very stories. fascinating yeah all right so people can tune yeah. into both of so, those books the bastard books but i'll tell you right now yeah no it's the lotland series the gray bastards is the first one people please fucking listen to them and then let me know and i will <laughs> fucking talk to you about them because i cannot <laughs> not <laughs> like they're fucking incredible yeah all so, right so, and that, also hit those, us up that's on, that uh, book series yeah sorry go, go ahead so and, and hit us up on social media with your other uh, book recommendations, audio book recommendations, any any damn recommendations, and and we'll yep. dive in because you know especially with this pandemic, people we people need content. I mean, for God's sakes, they're listening to our podcast. That's how desperate they are. So <laughs> yeah, how about it? Uh, last year for my birthday, my wife got me a year subscription to Audible, which I had already done. So. When you get a year subscription to Audible, depending on the one, you get like one credit a month, which Mm -hmm. you can use a credit to buy a book. I had already purchased a year subscription, so I was getting like one monthly credit. Then she purchased me another one, which gave me 13 or which gave me 12 monthly credits. Then three of my friends each purchased me three credits, right? (laughs) So I ended up having like last year having like 30 credits almost, and I went through all of them and had to buy more. So big on Audible. There's a bunch of books too, like uh, like the the Warded Man, you know, the Demon Cycle series. I've told you about Shake, which will be another incredible show if it's made correctly. But yeah, all of that, and you know, so talk to us about it on our socials. What else we got, Shake? Uh, that's it. I think we should wrap it up, and we'll, you know, people, we could be we could be reading off our social media crap to you, but you know it by now. Find us on Instagram. Yeah, find us Insta, YouTube, Twitter at working peapod everything else working perspectives podcast we're the best one award-winning we got the best editor and producer in the game uh so okay but is this it jake are we done yeah let's wrap it up man i mean unless you got anything else anything you got anything fun this weekend probably not 
Nope. Uh, swimming with my daughter on Sunday mornings, but that's about it. Oh, yeah. Outside, I assume. No, in- indoors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that was this weekend's pop-in. Uh, so, as always, I'm Matt Lavelle. He's Tom Byers. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast weekend pop-in. Uh, so, yeah, hit us up on the socials. Love to chat to you. Be interactive. And then watch out for some more videos. And then, hey, if anyone contacts the PAAA, let us know. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that it, Shake? That's it. Keep the change, you filthy right. animals. You're a tough kid. I ask you about war. You probably uh, throw Shakespeare at me, right? Once more into the breach, dear friends. But you've never been near one. You've never held your best friend's head in your lap and watch him gasp his last breath looking to you for help. I ask you about love, probably quote me a sonnet. But you've never looked at a woman and been totally vulnerable. Known someone that could level you with her eyes. Feeling like God put an angel on earth just for you. Who could rescue you from the depths of hell. And you wouldn't know what it's like to be her angel. To have that love for her be there forever. Through anything through cancer and you would know about sleeping sitting up in a hospital room for two months holding her hand because the doctors could see in your eyes that the terms visiting hours don't apply to you you don't know about real loss because that only occurs when you love something more than you love yourself I doubt you've ever dared to love anybody that much personally I don't give a shit about all that because you know what I can't learn anything from you I can't read in some fucking book unless you want to talk about you who you are and I'm fascinated I'm in but you don't want to do that do you sport you're terrified of what you might say Your move, Chief.